Welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. During the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a leading business advisor and two-time best-selling author, will cover topics that will help business owners run their companies more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio. With me, Mr. Biz Ken Wentworth, and uh, this week we're going to talk about something that. Uh, sorry, I'm just diving right in here. I'm excited about the topic, and I know you guys will be as well. I want to talk about something that, as business owners, entrepreneurs, we all face this on a regular basis. I, I know I do, and I try to be pretty mindful about it. But even still, there are challenges that that pop up, and that is around rest. Um, how many of you guys, let me see a raise of hands, okay? How many of you guys, you know, maybe you get a, you're, you're in bed asleep for eight hours and you wake up and you still feel groggy. Or maybe you feel okay when you first get up and then all of a sudden at like 11 o'clock in the morning, even just three hours, you know, four hours after you've been up, you're like, I'm tired already. Like, what's going on here? Well, we're going to talk about that this week. We're going to talk about how to identify some of those things, what are causing some of that, um, what are the seven types of rest um, how we can optimize those. And most importantly, you may be saying right now, that all sounds great, but I'm working my butt off. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. How do I do that? We're going to talk about some ways to incorporate rest in the midst of a busy day. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited to, to hear that um, because I know it's going to be really good. And so for this week's guest, we have Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. She is a board-certified internal medicine physician, a speaker, and award-winning author. She's an international well-being thought leader featured in numerous media outlets, including Prevention, MSNBC, Women's Day, Fox, Fast Company, Psychology Today, Inc., CNN Health, and TED.com. And we're honored to have her here on Mr. Biz Radio. She's the author of numerous books, including her bestseller, Sacred Rest, Recover Your Life, Renew Your Energy, Restore Your Sanity, Dr. Sandra, welcome to Mr. Biz Radio. Please help me get my sanity back. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm honored to have you here. Uh, I know we talked, it's been a few months back since we talked to and uh, talked about bringing you on the show, but I've been looking forward to it because it seems like inevitably, as I sort of alluded to at the outset, you know, as business owners, a lot of people are just, you know, the grind, the hustle, everyone's running around doing 20 different things. And sometimes we don't get the best rest. Um, and so I want to talk about that. But before we dive into all that, let's go back a little bit and talk about your personal entrepreneurial journey and how you've come to do what you do now. Yeah, so I started off in internal medicine. I've been in clinical practice for about 20 years. And with the release of the book and really just seeing how many people were struggling with this and with the pandemic, there are just a lot of opportunities that opened up to be able to share on a wider scale. And it's amazing just how many corporations are needing well-being initiatives, wellness initiatives, and are wanting to help their staffs actually have the ability to self-diagnose, the ability to be self-aware of where their personal deficits are so that they're able to be the best version of themselves. And that opened up an opportunity for me to start a consulting agency around that. So that was the initiation of my entrepreneurial journey. It's been really interesting seeing all of that develop, um, growing to the point where I can no longer kind of manage the speaking engagements myself and having to bring on a team of wellness experts to kind of help go into corporations. So that's how my, my 
company Restorasis was birthed. And from there, we are just continuing to grow. So uh, let me ask, let me back up a little bit, if you would. So when you were in your clinical practice, what where, where were you focused on at that point? Well, I was traditional internal medicine. So ER, ICU, you know, the high blood pressure, diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, cancer, you name it, all the things. Um, and because internal medicine is considered a primary care, um, one of the primary care specialties, a lot of people saw me as their primary care physician. So they weren't just the people who showed up in the emergency room or the ICU, they were the ones who were coming to my office with just their general complaints. And often those general complaints included things like, hey, doc, I'm just tired. You know, <laughs> nothing more specific than that, but enough of a deterrent to their health that they were not able to do things that they wanted to do, that they didn't feel like they were able to, you know, even start businesses or be able to function within whatever career they were currently in. And so that's, you know, at, at first it was like, oh, okay, you just need more sleep because that seemed like the easy answer. You're tired, you get sleep. Um, and then just for myself, I got to a place about really about seven, eight years into my medical practice where I was getting great sleep. You know, I was actually getting my six, seven, eight hours, however many I could get a night, but I would still wake up exhausted. And so that's what really kind of put me um, on the course of evaluating is there some other type of fatigues out there that we're not really addressing? And when I burned out myself, that really took me down the, the rabbit hole into the research and the discovery of it. It kind of turned into a physician heal thyself moment um, because sleep alone wasn't solving my problem. And I found out there were a lot of people who, even when they tried to get more sleep, they were just still staying exhausted. Well, the interesting part about that to me, well, several interesting parts, but just like most of the guests we have on, even though you, you're a medical doctor, you're a physician, you are, you, you, whether you want to believe it or not, you're an entrepreneur at heart because even in your practice, you saw there was a need. And so you created a consulting agency around it. Um, and so that's, that's entrepreneur with a big capital E for sure. Um, so how long have you been on your entrepreneurial journey? So how long has it been since you left your, your practice? Yeah, so at um, December 15, 2019 is when I actually left my practice. My, um, there was a transition period there where I was doing a lot of speaking and, uh, you know, doing a lot of media and speaking things related to the book. And I, it just got to a place where I, and I'm still a, a partner at my practice. So it's like I've left it, but I'm still like involved with it. So it's one of those things. I don't think I'll ever be completely away from medicine because it's just my heart uh, to be involved with it to some degree but it's not my day-to-day -day anymore. It's not where all of my focus and attention is because I just found I really couldn't be available for my patients. I hate telling people I have to reschedule them, you know, and, uh, and those types of things. So I, I just needed more freedom to be able to help people. And it's just really, really been interesting because I can actually help so many more people now in what I'm doing, as well as bring on people, and like I said, and build out a team so that I'm, I'm not just helping the clients who we work with, but actually my staff as well. So it's really been fun to watch. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we, we've only got uh, about a minute and a half, but I, I have to ask what, what as, as so far in your journey, which by the way, the timing, right? You were right before the pandemic hit, <laughs> um, but what have you found? What, what's the biggest contrast you found that's between being in, in a clinical practice and being an entrepreneur and doing the speaking gigs and helping people in a consulting fashion? 
the biggest difference has been marketing. <laughs> you oh, don't have to market go. as a physician as hard. Um, you know, I was in a, a practice where I'd been there so long that it grew by word of mouth. You know, people were mm. like, oh, well, you need to see my doctor. She's the best, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> I think we all do that with our personal healthcare team. It's like you love your personal physician or people, you know, that you get attached to. So I was building a medical practice with no marketing other than word of mouth. And, you know, we got into the point where I could, I mean, I, don't, I didn't market at all. It was more turning people away. Um, so it was great positioning because you never had to feel like you had to sell yourself. However, as you know, with any type of consulting, there is a salesman's approach that has to go with that. Um, yes, some people come in, but a lot of them, you have to be ready to explain why they need you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it's 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 uh it's very common. So we've had other people who have transitioned out of other careers, and that's the thing they always mention is the differences, you know, corporate career to, to consulting or anything. It's always marketing. So uh, interesting that you're very common even from a, a medical practice. So we're gonna hit a break here, guys. We'll come back. We'll continue talking with Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith, and we're gonna find out more about how we can get better rest. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit CheckOffYourList.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at CheckOffYourList.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. It is time, as we always do at the top of the second segment, where we give the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And this one, I promise I did not, I, I say this all the time, but it, it's just weird timing all the time. Uh, this week's tip actually is found in, shameless plug coming, my most recent book, don't fake the funk. Um, and the, the tip this week is consistent perseverance forges your path to endless achievement. It's the thing we talk about all the time on the show. It always pops up and in regards to getting knocked down and uh, getting knocked down seven times and getting back up eight times. Um, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you're going to take some losses here and there. You got to keep getting back up. It's absolutely critical skill to have to be a successful business owner and entrepreneur. So that's Mr. Biz tip of the week. Um, and I want to get back into this because I want to find out a little bit more. So, uh, Dr. Sandra, what's the best way to determine if we have a rest deficit? Yeah, that's the that was the number one question <laughs> um, <laughs> that I started to kind of dive into with myself when I was experiencing all of this and going through that time of burnout. Because I think, uh, you know, if, I, if we look at it this way, if someone comes to me in the emergency room and they say, hey, doc, I have a pain, 
well, what do I do with that? You know, exactly. <laughs> I can't help you with, because I don't even know where to look or where to begin testing. However, that's how most of us approach our fatigue. We just tell everyone, hey, I'm so tired, but we don't have a way of quantifying it or even identifying it so we can move in the right direction. So when I started this process in my own life and when I work with my patients, it, it was really initially looking at identifying which type of rest were you most efficient in. That's where the idea for the rest quiz came from, the free assessment at restquiz.com to help people be able to identify which of these seven types of rest are they in most in need of. And those seven types being physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, social, sensory, or creative. Because the problem many people are facing is that they know they're tired, they know they're fatigued, but they haven't identified what kind of tired they are. So they're getting the wrong type of rest. They may be trying to sleep extra hours on the weekend or they're laying around watching Netflix on Saturday and they're, you know, and then the next Monday they're like, why don't I feel any better? Well, because you actually didn't get rest in the area of your greatest deficit. And that is the problem. Well, it's very interesting. So uh, it literally the timing couldn't be better. Um, our, our oldest daughter, affectionately known as Junior Biz, um, she literally just told me, so we, uh, she and I talked on, on Monday and she said, dad, I don't know what's going on, but literally over the weekend, she said, I slept about, about 28 hours and I don't, I still don't feel like I was, I'm, I'm caught up. Like I still feel groggy on Monday after sleeping like crazy over the weekend. And then she's scrambling because she said, you know, I slept all that time because I felt like I needed it, but now I'm behind because I was supposed to get things done over the weekend. And so now it's this vicious cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So of those seven, what are the most, what's the most common one or two that you see that people have a deficit in? Yeah, that the good part about that is it's not kind of what I'm seeing is actually what the research is showing because with we've had over a quarter million people actually take that free assessment at restquiz.com. So we have a lot of data of kind of how things shifted. Uh, and there was a shift between 2019, you know, and 2021 and all of that since the pandemic. But the three biggest, I would say, for most people during that time frame was mental, sensory, and creative. Mental rest is specifically the need to actually clear the mental space, to be able to focus and to concentrate. And when you have a mental rest deficit, what you may notice is if you're the person who you lay down at night and it's like you're tired but you can't get your head to shut up. You're thinking all the thoughts. You're, you're, you know, you're a chronic processor. So you're processing all the information from the day. You're having conversations in your head about the colleague that you had a meeting with earlier and wish you said things different. You know, you're going through all of the stuff, but your headspace doesn't get cleared out. And the problem with that is if you're a chronic processor, you may find that it's a hard, you have a hard time holding on to information. Like you can't remember things or you can't, you know, clear your thoughts well enough to be able to even attempt to, to come up with new ideas. And so for someone with that rest deficit, it's very beneficial to learn some meditative type practices or some way that you can actually focus your thoughts and clear your headspace. Um, the second one was sensory rest deficits. And someone with, with a sensory rest deficit tends to respond with either irritation, agitation, rage, or anger for reasons they can't explain. Like they're highly agitated and they can't explain it. And part of the reason being is that there's so much sensory input that they may not even be consciously aware of 
but it's negatively affecting how they respond. So they may be in a situation where they're hearing phones ringing or they're they're in a home office and they're hearing the kids laughing in the background. They're not thinking about those sounds or that sensory input, but that consistent sensory input is negatively affecting their sympathetic system and how they're responding to their environment. And then the third one I mentioned was creative rest. A creative rest deficit occurs if you're someone who has to solve problems. So you're using creative energy either in innovation or you're using creative energy in problem solving or in brainstorming and coming up with new ideas. And unfortunately, during the pandemic, whether you tried to be innovative or not, everything we did was changed. So you had to come up with new ways of doing old things. So we had kind of a global sensor, uh, global creative rest deficit in people who didn't even know creative rest was a thing. And creative rest is the rest we experience when we allow ourselves to, to really appreciate beauty in whatever forms, whether that's natural beauty like the ocean, the mountains, the trees, or man-made beauty like music or art. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, I feel so much better when I go to the beach, and they can't explain what it is that they're feeling. What they're actually experiencing is creative rest. It's that restorative process that occurs inside of you when you allow yourself to appreciate beauty. And I think that's really at the core of this understanding of rest is that rest isn't simply about stopping because sometimes stopping is just stopping the bleeding. You stop the drainage, but you're actually not pouring back in to fill it back up. And that's what rest really is. Rest are those restorative activities that pour back into the places that you deplete with the work that you do. Well, first of all, I feel like you may have had cameras following me around literally in the last 24 hours because last night I could not get to sleep. I, I was dozing off on the couch at 745 in the evening. I go to bed at like 10, 1030 and I'm wide awake and I cannot, I cannot get to sleep, right? I'm, my brain is just going crazy. This morning, I'm on my way to, to an offsite with a client and literally something that I can't even remember, someone was driving in front of me and I got super agitated for something completely inconsequential that would normally never bother me. And I remember literally saying out loud to myself, what is wrong with you? Like, what, what's going on? And then the other thing that I'll mention, you, you know, you mentioned about the, uh, the creative is one of the things I do for stress relief when I'm really feeling stressed is I like to go get in my car, open the sunroof, as long as it's sunny, not raining, and listen to loud music and just drive around aimlessly. Um, and that's one of the things, so it makes complete sense. Again, I feel like you've, you've been following me around with cameras or something, Dr. Sandra, because <laughs> um, that's, what, that's what it's been for me. Well, again, go out, we're talking this week with Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. You can find out more at drdaltonsmith.com. That's drdaltonsmith.com. Again, she mentioned she has a, a free quiz at restquiz.com to find out uh, what types of rest issues you may be having. Come back and she's gonna teach us more about how to get more rest and better rest. Are you ready to automate your business? Automation is the key to scaling a business and building wealth. It's also one of the most difficult things for a small business owner to do on their own. If you're looking for help with automation, Pulse Technology CRM can help. We have an exclusive offer for Mr. Biz Nation. We will build everything for free, even if it's a sophisticated funnel. Visit thepulsespot.com forward slash Mr. Biz for this exclusive offer.
submit questions to the show, email them to info at mrbizsolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. And uh, I want to jump right back into this because I, 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 we were really rolling there and we had to take a break. But um, so one of the questions I, I was thinking about uh, during the break, Dr. Sandra, is, you know, how does, so you, you touched on, you know, the three most common, all seven, but then the three most common you've seen with your, uh, your quiz on restquiz.com. But how does that, the rest or lack thereof, how does that really affect productivity and creativity in each of us? Oh, greatly. Because uh, what I'm finding is that, that there are a lot of entrepreneurs and people within corporate America who, who have passion for the work they do. I mean, they are high achievers, go-getters, want to get it done, but don't have the energy actually to do the work. So what ends up happening is they have all this passion and they don't have the energy, which then just kind of leads to this frustration. Frustration. It's like, I, I know what I want to do, but I just don't have the strength to do it. And so I'm finding that a lot of people who in the past have, have kind of like I did, I, my personality is, is, you know, rest before all of this happened. My personality is rest is for weak people, you know, get out of the way and let the rest of us who handle business get business handled. And so, so you can imagine my, my shock and awe when I burned out. Right, right. Because I had to kind of completely redo my framework because the way I now, the way that I function, I do so much more than I ever did when I was saying that. And I'm actually able to do it with a smile on my face and and being nice to people. And and actually the way that I want to show up in the world, I was showing up in the world before, but I was showing up from a place of emptiness. I was showing up from a place of depletion. Whereas now I show up and I'm able to do more from an actual healthy place. I actually can do it from a good place. And I think that's really what every successful leader wants. Every thought leader, every entrepreneur, every person who is wanting to affect the lives of others, you don't want to do it with a nasty attitude. That 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 kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, definitely. And it's, so it sounds like, you know, in those instances, you know, again, I'll, I'll relate it to, 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 to where with myself, it sounds like in those instances where you are, you have a rest deficit. You're really in a position where you're, you're you still have things to do, and so you're either doing them and you get easily ir- agitated, irritated, and or you're kind of just checking the boxes and you're kind of in a funk, a little bit of a fog, and that you need to kind of snap out of. Yeah, because you know we look at the World Health Organization, how they define burnout are three categories, three criteria. Number one is you're tired. Well, that's most a lot of people. Number two is You're producing work, but the work you're producing is at a lesser quality of what you're capable of producing. And then the third aspect of that is that you no longer like where you're at. You no longer kind of find joy and pleasure in the work that you do. And I think that a lot of people right now are functional burnouts. So they are showing up every day at their job or within their career. They're just showing up meeting all three of those criteria. So they're functionally producing, but they're producing from a burned out state. And that's not what anybody wants. We want to be on fire for the work that we're doing, not necessarily burned out in the process. Yeah, I literally on my way to the offsite, as I mentioned this morning, uh, there's an old college buddy of mine reached out to me. He had read my book and the book is about achieving goals and things. And he said, look, I, I need some help because I'm just, he's, he's fits, fits this description 
these three aspects of burnout, as you mentioned, to a T. And he's like, can you help me get out of this? You know, he said, that's what he said. I'm kind of in a funk. I'm in a fog. I just can't get out of it. So I'm going to talk with him every week for the next eight weeks. And we're going to, you know, kind of put together a plan and everything. But all that being said, let's, let's, let's hit pay dirt here. How can we, we're all busy. So can you share with us some ways that we can get incorporate rest in our lives in the midst of a busy day? Absolutely. That's the, that's the point. It has to be something that you can do every day, kind of incorporate it within your day. Because mm-hmm. what we already know, when you talk to people, they automatically say, oh, you just need to go take a vacation and take more time off. Well, that's not realistic to just take a break every time that you feel tired. You know, you're not going to necessarily be able to take a vacation. And vacations are not really restful for most of us. We go on vacation to do fun work away from home, not right. to be restored. And so you end up after the vacation even being more tired. So it has to be stuff you can do kind of incorporated into your normal life. So I always like for people to take a look at their, their normal routine. And then we integrate rest within your work. So, for example, let's say if you're someone who works on a computer, your, your primary job that you or as an entrepreneur, you're spending a lot of time electronically engaged with Zoom meetings or with clients on the computer, start looking at ways to downgrade some of the sensory input related to what you already do. You're not going to get rid of the Zoom meetings, but what you could do is when you're on Zoom, um, focus the screen so that you're only looking at one person at a time. So yes, you might be in a meeting with 15 people, but our sensory input can't consume 15 different rooms at one time without becoming overwhelmed. That's why that whole Zoom fatigue happened. People were like, oh, I get Zoom fatigue. Well, you know, Zoom didn't do anything wrong. It's just how we were consuming it because they actually made it so you could Zoom it down to one person and only focus on that one person because that's how we naturally kind of engage with a room full of people. We don't, we're all in the same room together normally. So the sensory input is very controlled in that I'm not looking at 15 different rooms. I'm looking at one room when we're normally together. So you can reenact some of that. Um, another one, if we're looking at the three top ones with mental rest. Mental rest, if you're, ha- if you're someone who's struggling with that, start looking at some ways that you can brain dump. Because that's a very simple solution for someone who's an overprocessor. You're laid down at night. Your brain's thinking of all the things. Take a moment just to have a post-it note, a piece of paper, to jot down whatever those thoughts are, to be able to to dump them out of your head onto something concrete. Because in the moment, what happens with that is gives the brain permission to release it. And in the middle of the day, so you're at work working, what we find is that people who have a tendency to have multiple tabs open on their computer all the time and are jumping from one bit of information to the other bit of information have more of an issue with mental rest deficits. So start practicing what some people call deep work. In other words, don't let your brain kind of be scattered in 15 directions at one time. Practice going deep, focusing in on whatever that is and time blocking off some of your mental energy. So for myself, I get very drained every time I do emails. And a large part of my work right now is looking at and responding to and, and, you know, dealing with things electronically by email. So if you time block some of the mentally taxing things in your day, you can have a longer time block in the early part of the day, followed by a mental break where you do something different, something that kind of allows your brain to kind of go away from that for a moment. And then you can re-engage and go deep for another period or block of time 
But what happens is you're scheduling it so that you have some reprieves in between. Whereas what most of us do, we just plug away at the emails all day long. So it's eight hours of churning out to the emails and it makes you feel even more mentally taxed than if you just blocked off some periods of time to handle that. I love it. So I learned, uh, thankfully, about a year ago, um, I, I can't remember if it was a book I read um, about having the multiple tabs open. I was a, a terrible person with that. I would have, you know, six, eight, 10 tabs open. And so I challenged myself. And so now I very rarely have more than one tab open. And in regards to email, I agree with you a thousand percent on that. I have certain periods during the day when I check email. Otherwise, my emails even shut off. So I don't get the little pings. I don't become Pavlov's dog like, oh, I got an email. Let me check it, which I think is natural for a lot of us. Oh my gosh, this, this is so good, so good. Uh, I know personally, I've, I've gotten a lot out of this myself. Um, so uh, unfortunately we're out of time, but I really, really appreciate you coming on the show. Again, go out to drdaltonsmith.com, drdaltonsmith.com. Follow her on LinkedIn. Uh, Dr. Sandra, I really appreciate you coming on the show. It has been my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And go out to restquiz.com as well. Take the free quiz to find out where you might have rest deficits. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And as always, you know, I'm going to say cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.